Hello and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about the journey I've gone on with this podcast. It's been one year since I started, and I want to reflect back on what I've experienced and what I've learned and how I've grown because I have experienced tremendous change since I started this. So, for example, my first episode was four minutes long because that was literally all I could get out. I was absolutely terrified. I had no idea if I had anything of value to say, if I was worth listening to, if I would even be able to do this without having a huge panic attack. When I used to sit down to record, my anxiety would be so overwhelming that I couldn't breathe and my voice would be kind of shaking. And I've come a long way since then. And for a long time, I could not record this podcast without literally writing out everything I was going to say first. I really had to learn to trust myself, to trust that I would have valuable things to say and that the right words would come to me. I mean, the layers of fear that have been peeled off over the last year have been really incredible. And I was able to see this for myself when I went back to listen to some of those early episodes. And the first full-length one I did was... The fear of failure in five ways to navigate it. And it was almost an hour long episode. And I did that about a month and a half into starting these podcast discussions. So to go back a little bit further, this podcast was initially guided meditations. It was meditate with Melissa. And I did a guided meditation as often as I could almost every day. And so I was sitting down to record myself, but it was in a way I felt very comfortable, very safe. When I sat down to record my feelings, my thoughts, my insights, things I had learned, things I wanted to share, I felt so much unprocessed fear from within me come up. And so when I got to this episode where I talked about the fear of failure, I was really struggling And I dreaded going back to listen to this because I remembered how scared I was when I recorded it. But then I listened to it this morning. I decided that I couldn't do this without going back to listen to that. And I was surprised how good it sounded. I kept talking about how terrible I was at this and how I wasn't professional and I was not good at this. And all I could hear in my previous episodes was my mistakes. And it really surprised me because I felt like I was listening to somebody who was helping me, who was guiding me, who was teaching me, who was being authentic and brave and vulnerable. And so listening to that, I could see how powerful our distortions can be of ourselves and our own work. If we have a negative lens of ourselves, that's all we're going to see in what we do. It doesn't matter how much evidence there is to the contrary. All we will see is what we don't like and we will not believe in ourselves until we make that shift from within. So as I listened to it, I thought this is good and what is good is subjective. There could be a lot of people who listen to it who think that's not a good episode and who don't like my podcast at all. But the point is not to create something that everybody in the world likes because that's literally impossible but to find value in my own self and my own work and to believe in myself and to talk to myself with kindness and love. 
and to talk to myself in ways that like I rarely, if ever, do. So listening to myself kind of beat myself down while I was sharing valuable things, being courageous, I was so scared. That is the thing that I've seen change the most in me is I no longer sit down at this microphone absolutely terrified, but I have found a sense of at least capability in myself. And so listening to how much doubt and fear I had was kind of a wake-up call. I felt like my eyes were opened to, as I said, just how powerful our distortions can be and how we will truly see things in a way that other people don't see it. That episode that's almost an hour long is one of my most popular episodes, and I've always believed it's not good. But when I went back and listened to it, it was just like, no, this is good, and what else am I not seeing correctly? And and that is something huge I got out of this journey that I believe is something we all experience is we do not see ourselves and the value that we have correctly. And it's only because I came to this point one year later that I was able to see this and it was a rough road. I did not continuously podcast for the entire year because I sometimes just was so overwhelmed and I lost my sense of faith in myself completely. There were times when I just couldn't sit down and talk into the microphone because I did not believe in myself at all. In the beginning, I was scared, but there was kind of like a shred of, I think I can do this in there. And then it's interesting that as I went on, I I lost that completely. But I think that's what happens is these journeys forward are always two steps forward, one step back. It's never just a straight line up. As you face fear and grow and do things that are outside your comfort zone, you're going to kind of go forward and then fall back because we're growing. And it's like the breath expanding in and out. We kind of push forward and fall back a little, push forward a little bit more and fall back a little bit. As I went on this podcast journey, there were several stages. So as I said, the first episode was only four minutes long and every single word was literally written out. And I didn't record every week. What I was doing in the beginning was incorporating the discussions into the meditation. I would talk a little bit and then do a meditation. And I was so absolutely scared to do this because I thought nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I have nothing of value to say. People are going to think this is stupid. How I say it is going to be stupid. It was just like a barrage of negative self-talk. And so I did them kind of sporadically from February through April, or no, I think I went through May, and then I stopped. I really just needed to rest and kind of process everything that I had been pushing through because this pushed on my greatest fear, which is just to be seen, to be acknowledged, to have my existence acknowledged. I grew up in a very tumultuous, chaotic home where I often felt unsafe. And so how I learned to feel safe in this world is to be invisible. If nobody can see me, nothing bad can happen to me. If nobody can see Melissa, nobody can judge Melissa. If nobody knows I'm here, nobody can hurt me. And so when I began podcasting, it was pushing on my deepest, most vulnerable, most tender spaces within me. This was how I had learned to navigate this world and stay safe as a child. And that inner structure was embedded in me. 
So to get on the microphone and allow people to hear me, to acknowledge me, to express that I am a human being taking up space in this world, it really went against everything I knew and I had to recreate myself from within. So not only was I sitting down and recording episodes, but I was going on a major transformation from within, a major inner upheaval. It was almost like an entire city being demolished and then rebuilt the entire structure, the entire pathways, everything about the inner world was being rebuilt. And so if you are on some kind of similar path or you're thinking about trying something, not necessarily podcasting, it could be you want to start a business, you want to express yourself more freely and openly, there could just be something that you want to move through and just know that that is a huge inner journey that takes a lot of energy and courage and resilience and there will be times that you need to pause and reassess and listen to yourself, nurture yourself, know that it's okay for this not to be a linear journey. When I got back onto the microphone, so I stopped in May, and then I got back onto the microphone in August, I was ready to kind of step into a new phase of the podcast. That quiet time with myself and just stepping back was so essential to this journey because I came back and I got way more honest. I went way deeper into what I was talking about. I began to share more of myself. And so my first episode back was managing intrusive thoughts and negative self-talk. And I openly shared what I had been experiencing, how I talked to myself, my looping intrusive thoughts were always something of, I'm such a loser and everybody knows it. And I needed to be in a space where I was ready to share that, where I felt comfortable sharing that and that I was sharing from an authentic place. And so when I got back, I was ready to talk about things in that way. I was ready to talk about some of my deepest fears and insecurities and wounds. And so that time away had been very important to the overall journey. And that's one thing I've seen about this is The journey is going to be unexpected and take left turns and right turns. And when I sat down to record that first four minute episode, I had no idea where I would be going and where I would be six months later and even now a year later. And then when I got further into that kind of second phase where I was speaking more authentically and really being vulnerable and brave, I went into another phase um, about three months after that in November, I start. I did my first episode without notes. And for some people, they get to this place right away. Some people can just sit down at a microphone and record and feel comfortable expressing themselves. But again, it's all about what are the experiences that you bring into the journey you're going on. My past experiences had told me I am not safe being seen and heard and I have no value. So for me to sit down and just talk was something I had to work up to. And that is something I want you to keep in mind with your own journey. What 
you accomplish is going to be very personal and unique to you. Some people can start at this certain point and they feel good starting there. But for me to get to the starting point for other people took a lot of effort and I had to overcome a lot just to get to other people's starting point. And I had to learn how to celebrate that and to not look at myself as behind or, or that I'm doing a bad job. But I had to look at it as my starting point is different and this is my journey and it's it's valuable it's unique it's personal to me and not everyone is going to understand my successes not everyone's going to understand my accomplishments not everyone's going to understand why i had to work through all of this stuff just to get where they started and that's okay it's not about convincing other people of something but of honoring myself so when i got to this new phase where i recorded without notes it was like kind of like these walls were like shaking and falling away from me. And so what had happened was I had recorded an episode telling a story I've never told before. And it did relate to those experiences I had in childhood. And I have never felt very comfortable talking openly about my traumas and my um, things that gave me PTSD. And I've come to realize that that's just maybe where I'm always going to be. I will talk to people about it in my personal life. Some people feel comfortable sharing openly with strangers and on a podcast and what, you know, whatnot. But I've had to learn that being authentic always means honoring what feels right to you. True authenticity is not sharing openly because that's what other people are doing, but it's sharing in a way that honors yourself. And so I had recorded this really personal story and I just kept having this feeling, this is wrong. This is wrong. Either it's not the right time to share this or you're never going to share this and that is okay. It's okay to protect and nurture things within yourself. And so after I finished it, I called a friend and I told him this story, which I had never told him. So the fact that I was going to share this on a podcast was really kind of me trying to move forward too fast. And I don't, I'm not really sure why I recorded it. I think I just needed to get it out. And when I listened back to it, it was like, I am not ready to put this on the internet because what you put on the internet, you cannot take back. And so I called my friend and we talked about it and I felt really good just to ask somebody for help and feedback because that's also very new to me. That's also something I've always struggled with because growing up, I was on my own. I had to rely on myself a lot. And so to just call somebody and say, I'm really struggling. I am feeling so much doubt and uncertainty. I've been on this journey moving forward with my podcast and I felt like this was the right next step for me, but now I'm completely overwhelmed with self-doubt. And we talked through it and to just feel like somebody cares to know I'm supported, that was really important for me. And I wouldn't have experienced that had I not been kind of putting myself out there in this way. And that's another thing I learned through this journey is it was going to show me things in ways I couldn't predict. It was going to heal me in ways I couldn't predict. To have this honest, heartfelt conversation with a, a friend I've had for decades and to talk in a deeper way than we ever have before was really powerful and profound. And so what happened was I sat with it and I thought it's not right. I'm going to listen to my inner voice. And I sat down at the microphone and talked about that. And this opened up an entirely new experience to me because 
this was the first time that I just spoke without notes, without writing out everything I was going to say, no notes, just from the heart, talking about what I was experiencing, talking about listening to your intuition and your inner self and honoring yourself. And it was such a turning point for me. I really feel like I kind of became a new person with that. I kind of began to embody what this journey was leading me towards, which was greater self-awareness, greater acknowledgement of myself, listening to myself, honoring myself, valuing what I'm feeling and experiencing, and finding confidence in what I'm doing. And so as I sit here right now, I am talking without notes and just sharing with you as I would talk to a friend, which is what I had always wanted this podcast to be, was me sharing with you, with the person listening, as if we're having a a conversation over a cup of coffee and I can't hear you, but you are always welcome to reach out and respond back to me through my Instagram or however you would like. You're always welcome to let me know what you are thinking and feeling as you listen to this. And because I had opened up to recording in this new way and in trusting myself, all of these new episodes began to come through me. And I recorded what is one of my all-time favorite episodes a few weeks later, which was Healing Overwhelmed by Reconnecting to the Universe. And I don't often go back and listen to a complete episode because I listen to it while I edit it and that's enough because the self-doubt will kick in if I listen to something too much. I'll start to question everything I've said and really question my worthiness and my. I'll just completely overthink it. But I re-listened to that Healing Overwhelm one recently and I really enjoyed it and there's no way I could have made that had I not gone into this new space of trusting myself. And as I began to kind of speak freely without notes, I really started to finally do with this podcast what I had always wanted to do, which was to share what I had learned for my own healing, my own expansion. I began talking about energy and a relationship to the universe and manifesting and all of this stuff that I have just wanted to talk about for such a long time. And from my perspective, I I finally felt comfortable talking about it in my own way, which includes identity and thoughts and how have your lifelong experiences shaped how you react or how you relate to the universe. You know, as someone who has had lifelong panic attacks, I wanted to talk about things in a way I hadn't heard them talked about before, which is how do we talk about manifesting and our relationship to the universe and self-worth and healing when we're working through some really deep stuff. I wanted to talk about how manifesting works when you've had these overwhelming experiences that make you question everything about your own value. I wanted to talk about how our identity is shaped by other people's perceptions, prejudice, and judgment, and the very real effect this world has on our energy systems. So much of energy in the law of attraction has talked about thoughts and how you just have to change your thoughts in order to manifest a new experience. But the more I learned about thought, the more I realized how complicated this is and how it's not something that you can just 
turn on a switch, especially if you have experienced trauma and things that you've learned to manage by kind of holding yourself back, you know, there's very little acknowledgement in the spiritual world of things like racism, homophobia, PTSD, all of these things that absolutely affect how we work with the universe. Because so much of spirituality is talked about from this place of thought, but you cannot remove the human being from the relationship with the universe. So we should be talking about these things more openly when it comes to energy, because we are a human being interacting with the universe. And our human experience is shaped by so many different things that get just deeply embedded in us and take love and compassion to work out and time and courage and resilience. And so when I got to a place where I was finally speaking in the way I wanted to, I would love to say that I finally just felt confident in everything I say and do. But when I sat down to record this episode, I started it over five different times because I still felt that self-doubt. And that kind of surprised me that I can feel so much better. I can have experienced so much healing, but to still kind of question myself and how I do this and what I'm saying. And I think that that's just a part of the human experience and also a part of knowing I will always be growing and learning and trying to understand different perspectives. That's a huge part of my growth as a podcaster is knowing that so many people are experiencing things in different ways and how I see things is not the absolute truth. It's just how I see things. And so I think that's something that I also would like to share from this one year journey is to say that there will probably never be a point where you say, I feel 100% confident. I am 100% healed. I have nothing more to work on. You're just going to feel so much better. When I record this in this way and I feel this doubt, the difference now is I can let it go and it does not weigh on me like a weight. I can just kind of let it go and know there's always going to be a next time. Whatever I think I didn't get right this time, there will always be a next time. I can always learn and grow. And a lot of people call this a growth mindset. It's looking at things not as perfect or horrible, pass, fail, but just what do I want to do different next time? Everything is an opportunity to learn and to grow. And so when I look back over this year of podcasting and learning to express myself and move through discomfort and to grow and to listen to that voice within me that was telling me you can do this even though I had absolutely no belief in myself. The one thing I want to share is absolutely celebrate every small step, every step on a journey of growth and healing and expansion is so important. When I recorded that four-minute episode, it did not feel important at all. How could this four-minute episode be important? How could this mean something? But that was truly one of the most important episodes I did because it was the first step. And sometimes 
Those small steps are the most important ones because you are pushing through inner barriers. You are pushing through inner boundaries. You are leaving behind what is comfortable for the unknown. You are questioning everything you've ever known about yourself. You are being vulnerable and courageous. And so as I went through this journey and kind of made bigger leaps forward, like for example, when I went from using notes to just speaking from my heart, that was a bigger leap. But I believe that that first tiny, tiny, tiny step I made was so much more powerful and profound because it took everything I had to do that. I was so scared. I was almost shaking. I mean, the anxiety I was feeling was so overwhelming. And when I did go back to listen to one of my episodes, I did talk about how after I had recorded something, all I could think about was everything I had done wrong. And so as I said, as I went along on this journey, I'm able to let go of that self-doubt more, but it was only because I took that little tiny step in the beginning and made this little four-minute episode that I got into this entirely new place. I had no idea where this journey was going to go, what I was going to experience along the way. And so as you go forward, remember to acknowledge your little steps. And sometimes it's not even a step. Sometimes we're just leaning forward, preparing to take a step. And that is important. Every movement you take is important because you are pushing through something. You are being brave. You are letting go of your comfort zone. And so remember to celebrate your little steps because they're all going to lead somewhere and know that you don't have to feel perfect. You don't have to feel 100% confident. As I said, sitting down here a year later, I still feel doubt. I still feel fear sometimes. But what I've learned is I can do it anyways. What I've learned is that I'm going to grow and I'm going to experience value in this. I'm going to be glad I did it and I'm going to listen to myself along the way. And so don't feel like I need to know everything. I need to be totally professional. I need to be the best. Just start where you are because where you are starting is perfect and it's going to lead somewhere. And I think this is a good place to conclude part one of this for this one year kind of look back. I wanted to do two things, talk about it from um, just kind of an open perspective. And then I, what I want to do is go through how this journey has shaped me from the perspective of the chakras and the energy centers. And this is because I have been talking about the chakras recently. And the reason I keep saying it like that and not chakra is a couple people reached out to let me know that the correct pronunciation is chakra. But I also just like to say energy center and I feel like that just reflects me and my Western perspective better. So in my next episode, I want to go through the seven energy centers root to crown and then talk about how this journey has brought healing into each of those energy centers because I just did an episode on the meaning of them. And so I think this would be a great way to talk about them from a personal perspective, how they might affect us um, in our own individual journeys and to bring in a little bit more insight into the meanings of them. And so that's going to be part two of that. And that's going to be coming soon. Thank you so much for listening to this and joining me on this journey. It's been so 
powerful and profound and different than anything I expected that it would be. It's been incredible and I'm so grateful to everyone who's shown up along the way and allowed me to share what I've always wanted to share. If you would like to join me in a different way, I have a meditation membership. It's only $5 per month and you get a one week free trial so you can step inside, check out, check it all out, see what it's all about and have that week to look it over and cancel if it's not for you. There's over 100 meditations and visualizations inside. It's everything that I've used to heal myself that as I talked about going through this journey, um, how it brought up so much anxiety and fear and past trauma. These are the audios that I created along the way that I use for healing. I incorporate so much different stuff from many different perspectives. They're really transformative. And again, it's only $5 per month. There is a $15 option where you will get all of my courses included and you can change your subscription and jump between tiers at any time. That's the Healing Sanctuary, same name as the podcast, but this is like the private version of it. It's almost like my version of a Patreon. It's a way to both support me and to get um, some really incredible healing. So I'll put the link to that in my episode notes, but you can also find it by connecting with me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. Thank you so much. And I would love for you to come back for part two of this, where we go through the seven energy centers in relation to healing and growth. And I think that'll be out next week. This is the Healing Sanctuary, and I'm your host, Melissa Field. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day.